The Podbreed Network is strictly for the small podcasts that are up and coming in the vast world of podcasting. Podbreed is made up of many diverse podcasts coming together to achieve the same goal of being the best damn podcast network on the planet. Find out more at podbreed.com. Looking for a short-form podcast? 10 minutes or less, three days a week. The female-hosted podcast you didn't know you needed. You're listening to Drea's Point of View with your hostess, Drea. Timing is getting so much better. But then again, this week... I don't know. Well, okay. Yeah, I guess I guess I had good timing. I was able to be there for some women. And it's been an interesting week, I've got to tell you. I had to be the savior, angel, for two black women. And why I say black women, because... It, interesting enough, interestingly enough, both of these women, they were by themselves. And a lot of times we are. And a lot of times we, even if we are with someone, we're by ourselves. So I just happened to be there and was able to help both of them. But I mainly want to talk about one instance when I had a doctor's appointment recently. I was at my appointment in the waiting area. And well, let me start off by saying who I am. <laughs> I'm Drea. And this is Drea's point of view. And I'm on the socials. You know, I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Pinterest, and Clubhouse at Drea's point of view. And I'm on Twitter at Drea Point. So make sure that you're subscribing so you don't miss any of these episodes that I have for you. So I'm in the waiting area doctor's office and I'm sitting right across from this older black woman with a walker and a white lady and they were talking like they've well they couldn't have known each other for that long because one lady was talking about her siblings and it was it kind of reminded me of my mom because my mom didn't meet a stranger I mean she will tell all her business not all of it, but, you know, there's talking and there's talking, talking. And like I said, I was a few feet away and I saw the both of them together. From that conversation, I gathered that they came together and one of them was the patient, the black lady. So they call the black woman in and the other lady says that, okay, I'll be here. I'll be here. And I'm like, well, that's nice. You know, especially when you get older, you want somebody, I don't know. You don't really want to go to appointments alone. I hate to, I hate when I see older people anywhere alone, but especially doctor's appointments. I just think there should always be someone with them. So about five minutes after she goes in with her walker, I get called. My appointment was short and I had a follow-up after. My doctor uh, says he's out of state nice enough to make my appointment and my follow-up appointment the same day. So I wasn't in there for maybe more than 10, 15 minutes for the appointment, came out, 
went to the parking lot and the black lady with the walker was walking around, turned to ask me if I've seen the lady that she was talking to. Because she can't, she doesn't have her purse or her phone. I'm already going into panic mode. I'm like, what? I'm like, she didn't have an appointment? Uh, So I went back inside, looked for, packed waiting room, and she was in the restroom. So I'm stressing like she was. But I didn't really want to show it. And I said, well, uh, I would wait for her. I said, well, do you know, I mean, do you know this woman? (laughs) How well do you know her? She's known her for two weeks. She knows her first and last name, but she doesn't have any numbers because her numbers are in her purse. She doesn't remember uh, bringing it in a waiting room. I mean, she doesn't remember bringing it into the doctor's office. So now at that point, I was headed out to grab lunch and gas up. So I didn't really have time to wait with her. I told her to just wait there and, you know, I'm sure she'll show up. She's like, I want to have faith that she didn't, you know, take sons and such and such. And in my mind, my mind is, I'm already an overthinker. So telling me what's wrong. <laughs> she told the wrong person this story, really, because I'm already freaking out. That's what I was thinking about when I was having lunch. I'm like, okay, this lady's still there when I get back. I got to get her home. I wasn't going to take her because I don't know her like that. And I, you know, Anything could happen. So I was going to get her a ride share. So I come back maybe 40, 45 minutes later. And I see the lady pulling up. And I see the black lady in a passenger side pulling off. I was eating. I had food on my lap. So, I, it, you know, it was too late for me to... I was too slow to get up and, and say, oh, I'm glad you're so-and-so, so-and-so. But that was just a scary moment. And it actually kind of taught me some things. My timing, like I said, I guess it was a good thing that I was in the right place or whatever you had, because like I said, I would have helped her. And the fact that she didn't have her phone or her purse. Now, I don't know if anyone has really paid attention to people with the walkers, but they have everything on those walkers. It's not just a plain walker. She, it wasn't hard to believe that she couldn't, didn't remember she had never a purse around her neck. Hopefully, okay, uh, she will, well, and I doubt it too, because you can't memorize numbers. Nobody really, I only know two numbers myself. So I'm wondering what lessons could have learned on that. And I told one of the ladies at the daughter's office, and she said, well, I never go anywhere on my phone. I said, neither do I. However, if you forget it or if it's lost or what have you, how are you going to remember a number? So what I did right after that, actually, I wrote down important numbers and stuffed them in each of my coats, not wallet, because not purse, because ladies, you know how we change purses. It's just nice to have. And somebody's always, I'm sure, you can always find somebody to call a number for you. But yeah, that's that's just good to have important numbers on your person. And I don't know, always be willing to help a stranger. It's usually the kindness of strangers anyway, because the other story is actually longer than this one. When I helped a black woman, but someone else tried to help her and it didn't look like they really cared too much. I don't know what little they did, but I jumped in without even being asked because I can't stand to see a woman cry. So 
yeah, I was able to help her out. So don't be afraid to help out a stranger. You never know when it may be you. And write those important numbers down and put them somewhere on your person. Uh, Fellas, I don't know. Maybe you could put it in your wallet or your coats or what have you. But you never know when something may happen. And I don't know. I can't say the lady was too trusting because, well, I mean, she only known her for two weeks and she's given her a ride. I don't know. Maybe they stay in a senior housing facility. I don't know. But it's not, you know, when you get older, you want people around you. So I don't really fault her for that. But yeah, next time I'm sure she'll make sure that her purse is on her. And I'm sure she'll tell her that story too, that she was worried that she wouldn't return or what have you. So hopefully she won't take advantage of her in the future. I just wanted to share that story because it really just bothered me even after it happened. So I thank you for listening. This has been Drea's Point of View. And there you have it. Another episode in the books for my podcast. Don't forget to go to my website, thedreaspointofview.com, to check out my merchandise shop, leave a review, and to catch up on my episodes. Thanks again for listening.